0: Good morning. I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve the community, and they are here to give you updates on future projects. Let's make some new friends today. Autism, also known as Autism Spectrum Disorder, ASD, is a complex developmental disability typically appearing during childhood and affecting a person's ability to communicate and interact with others. Locally in Arizona, 1 in 40 or 2.5% of 8-year-old children in the area of Arizona were identified with ASD by ADDSP. That's the Arizona Developmental Disabilities Surveillance Program. It's hard to understand that we All have someone in our lives living with autism, even if it's just a classmate of your child. Today we're going to learn how you, your business or organization can partner with the Autism Society of Southern Arizona to improve the lives of those affected by autism. I'm joined today by Jade Munsey, program and media assistant at the Autism Society of Southern Arizona, as well as Kate Elliott, Executive Director of the Autism Society of Southern Arizona. Welcome to Lifestyle Tucson.
1: Thank you. Thanks. Happy to be here.
0: Yes. So I've given a small synopsis of the Autism Society of Southern Arizona, but can you tell me exactly what your amazing organization does for families in Tucson?
1: Yeah. So we strive to be the connection to help people who are anywhere on their journey with autism from pre-diagnosis to been doing it for a long time, but they need assistance to help connect them to resources and services and help them create community we have several groups and different things throughout the month that just give support and connection to community and to connect everybody together because it can be really isolating we just want everybody to have some place to come and connect with others
0: it can be isolating i definitely know that and i know what some parents feel like but there are places like this that are going to get people connected and get a lot more comfortable with this new situation they might be dealing with or a new or evolved situation. Perhaps they move to Tucson and need new resources. Perhaps they are with someone who has an autistic child and their family's growing. Or they themselves had a newborn. You never know where autism is going to show up in your life. So what is the Autism Society of Southern Arizona focused on in 2023 to help all of these people?
1: So we have several different programs. We have our Navigating Autism Program, which is a hotline of sorts that you can call and we will help connect you to find people who can do diagnosis, who therapists, to um, schools, all kinds of resources. Basically, Max, our information referral specialist, is an encyclopedia of all thing autism services. And she will help connect you to whoever and whatever services you need and just be an ear also to listen and help you navigate the whole process and figure out what the next steps are and what you need. And then we also have Adult Social Club twice a month, once virtually and once in person. And it's just a time for autistic adults to come together and hang out and have a space to play games. Last month we made spaghetti and watched Princess Bride. And um, then we also have a teen meetup once a month at Playformance, which is this cool parkour gym thing downtown. And it just allows kids 8 to 18, it's totally free to come and just jump around and play with one another and meet other autistic kids and have that connection. And we have parent-peer support group the fourth Thursday of every month, and it's a time for parents to come together and connect with one another and get find support, find community, and just meet other parents going through the same things they are. Or sometimes there's a lot of parents in there who have older kids and a lot of who have younger kids, so it's nice to have that connection, too, to see how other people handled things and find the support from parents who have been there where you are and where they are now, and so they can make those connections. That's
0: um, really important. Again, yeah. we when we think about autism, we think about kids a lot. And what you've just described there is you've got something for everyone of every age group and it seems like you, whether you're single, you've got that sort of thing for getting social. Whether you're a parent, you've got a place for your family to go, even if you have children of different ages. And the teen meetup, you've covered a lot. And that's really important because autism affects a lot of people and a lot of people of all different demographics and age groups. So I was excited to hear about, uh, did you have a dating event as well that just happened, right?
1: Yes. We How did that of- go? It was so much fun. We had... Uh, great attendance and it was really great it was hard we found to get girls to sign up more than the guys unfortunately mm-hmm. but um, we did and it was a lot of fun we had like what there was 40 people we did dating 101 first just so that we could get everybody on the same page and make sure everybody understood the ins and outs of dating, things like that. And then that night we had the speed dating, which we had accommodations to make it a little more friendly. So instead of being five minutes, I think they usually are in speed dating. Ours were 15 minutes. Mm. And we gave people prompts and ideas of things to talk about ahead of time so they could not be caught off guard and what else we did we gave we made sure there was space we had fidget toys all over the tables and it
2: was a really fun time we also had the mocktail bar
1: oh yes and we all abilities learning center sponsored the event and they put up a mocktail bar so it was a nice like time to drink some mocktails and hang out afterwards
0: i love i love mocktail bars i think they're amazing i did one for kids once and it was hilarious it was it's so fun.
1: It just gives it that ambiance. We really tried. We put up little candles and flowers and really tried to create a romantic atmosphere and it was fun. We have a couple confirmed dates that happened too. I'm really happy about that. It was exciting. So, That's huge. Yeah. Again, I
0: fun. so I used to kind of run an art gallery comic book store. I know plenty of autistic adults, and they certainly need some dating advice. I used to give them a lot of dating advice because there ain't nothing wrong with you. Because let me tell you something. It's hard to date. Doesn't matter what you're dealing with. Dating can be very intimidating. The anxiety that comes along with it, that me doing that for friends. Here's some note cards. Here's just some things to think about. Talking points. Do it at a place that makes you comfortable. So providing people a nice, comfortable environment to take out all that extra anxiety that comes along with it, let alone if you have a behavioral problem, that's going to really help. That's going to really help. So I loved when I read that that happened. And that's an annual event, so don't worry if you missed it. Now you have something to look forward to, and I'm sure they're not going to wait a whole year to do it again.
1: We are planning, um, because speed dating was a little hard to include the LGBTQ community, the mm-hmm. way speed dating works, we are planning an event in June for the Autistic Pride Day for the LGBTQ community, which is more of like a mixer general idea, nice. and then we're hoping to do another speed dating event this fall.
0: That's incredible. Because with autism, it almost is like there's all the demographics and groups, but then there's an autistic version of those demographics and groups that you're reaching out to give a space for. Yeah. And that's very important because people need to feel safe, especially in those environments. You know. And when it comes to just social skills, like getting people really up on the education of what it is to be social is important, especially these days. Some people feel really alienated, worried that they can't say this or can't do that. Dating's still dating. Dating still dating, okay? It's not as crazy or, or different. And they think that online dating has changed a lot. It hasn't, right? It's always been this scary. And it's always been something that you just have to learn like a muscle, any muscle. You just got to get used to talking to a stranger. It's not that difficult. And nowadays, we've got more ways to do it. It's not just like meeting someone at a bar and I like your shirt. That's about all the information we used to have back in the day. <laughs> Now you can actually really learn about people before you meet them. You can learn about people and organizations that are safe and have, we can vouch for all the members of this organization. Let's all meet, mix, and have fun together. And you know that some of these people are a lot more capable than they think.
2: Oh, for sure. That's a good point. I was going to add that just because they have autism doesn't mean they need necessarily extra advice on dating it just might look different than what you think dating would look like there you go
1: especially when you're getting autistic people together i think that also providing that opportunity makes a big difference they've done studies that like they did like a game of telephone you know how like you whisper in somebody's ear moving along thing that Um, when you put non-autistic people, the message gets reached at the end. And when you have a line of autistic people, the message gets reached at the end. But when you mix them together, the message gets garbled. And so there really is like a communication difference. It's not a problem. We're just kind of speaking in different languages. So allowing kind of, sometimes it can be easier to date other autistic people or to have an environment where you can meet other autistic people. I think it's a much more comfortable environment. be in. And so I think that's also what the social groups and the dating stuff provides. It's just an opportunity to meet other people who are speaking your same language and understanding you, your community. Yes.
0: It's all about community. That's the biggest word and all that unity. But we're talking about a lot of events. We're talking about that great dating event that passed. But let's talk about a big event that's coming up and we're all in for Autism Day. Tell me about the big event for all in for Autism Day.
1: It is going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. It is April 15th from 10 to 2 at Rita Racetrack. And it is, uh, we have something for everybody. We have a reptile petting zoo. The Civic Orchestra is coming out with an instrument petting zoo. We have a whole arts tent. We're doing like as an organization doing an art project, but then we are also working on a community art project. We're all going to be making tiles that we're going to eventually put together as a giant mosaic. And we have a science tent with people from the U of A coming out. We have um, the train museums coming out. We have jumping castles. We have, I'm forgetting things, Um, we're having classes, food trucks. We have theater, dance, Zumba, and balloon animal making classes rotating on the main stage and story time. And we have like superheroes coming out and walking around. And we have our uh, adult social zone, like a big tent that's purely just for our adult population. It's going to be tables with games and things to play. And the mocktail bar is going to be there again. And it's just a space to come hang out, be comfortable, have for get away from the little kids stuff. (laughs) And it's a great place. And it's really nice. The racetrack is fenced in. Mm -hmm. So for those of us with runners, we understand. And there you'll have plenty of time to catch anybody before (laughs) they get over fences, which (laughs) is very nice to know as a parent. And it's also we're going to, try our best to make it as sensory friendly as possible so like everything's we have so much space and we're spreading everything out so it doesn't get overwhelming with sound and people it's not as congested and there's plenty of room around the edges to go run around and have space if you need that and then we're also um we rock the spectrum is going to have a sensory tent so it'll be close to go in and chill out and have all sorts of different sensory toys and experiences in there so if people do get overwhelmed they can go in there and have that place to chill
0: Tell me about some of the other organizations that are going to be there. We Rock the Spectrum. What do they do?
1: Um, so We Rock the Spectrum is a – it's like a gym specifically for autistic kids. So you can go and not feel judged and have your kids be able to be comfortable and it's accessible. It's, and they have all kinds of things like um, zip lines and places, things to jump on and stuff like that. It's
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. Because, again, safety – is really important, yeah. really important. So when you're doing some gym things, some physical things, it's good to know that uh, it's not just a play bouncy thing like we care and are aware. Some extra attention, some extra safety is involved so kids can feel safe and their parents can feel extra safe that their kids are safe. So that's very important. There's a lot of resources well. There's resource fair. I know you got some information on summer camps and some schools. Tell me about the resource fair and the things that people are going to find. But real quick, when is the the event? Let's get the date and the we got race Racetrack. When is it and what time is it at? It's
1: April 15th from 10 to 2 at Rita okay. Racetrack.
0: That is only four hours and that is a jam-packed bunch of entertainment <laughs> in four hours. So make sure you're aware that it's April 15th from 10 a.m. to 2. Perfect time. Get those kids up, get them fed, and then come and visit before it's time for lunch and a nap. And then the next crew will show up after lunch and a nap. <laughs> Make sure you check out April 15th for All In for Autism Day. Tell me about the resource fairs and the resources that you're going to have for parents.
1: So we are going to have a resource fair that has just a bunch of different organizations that serve the autistic population here in Tucson. So different therapy organizations, schools, camps. We have our sponsors coming out too, like Banner University Health Plans. They're going to have tents there and Places you can just go and connect and talk to everybody, find out. It's hard sometimes, especially with schools and camps and stuff like that, to be able to find out if they'll work well for you and with your kid. And so the plan is that we're going to have the resource fair over by the Jumping Castle so your kid can jump and you can actually have a second to talk to some people. Smart. (laughs) People will be handing out stuff and have some stuff for the kids to do, too. So it'll be just a nice way to connect and find out about all those different programs and things that you may not know exist in Tucson.
0: If you're listening right now or just tuning in, this is Lifestyle Tucson, and we're hanging out with the Autism Society of Southern Arizona, learning all about All In for Autism Day. Again, this April 15th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So make sure you bring the kids out for a lot of fun, information, and resources. How important is All In for Autism Day to you? Is it your biggest annual event?
1: Yes, it is our biggest annual event, and it is where we get the majority of our funding from. The sponsors, the amazing, wonderful sponsors who sponsor this event, make it possible to do all the programming that we offer throughout the year. Our programming, for the most part, is completely free, so that it's accessible to everybody. And it's this event and the funds that we raise here that make all of those programmings possible. So it's a huge importance to us, but it's also a huge importance to the community because we're really hoping that it's a place for everybody to come together and feel understood feel welcomed they don't feel like they have to hide their stims or be ashamed or have any be different in any way they can just be themselves be free and find their people
2: Kate, i have a question for you um are we doing a walk this year
1: no we're not doing a walk this year
2: so So how's that going to work out
1: so we're skipping the walk part because often it was we didn't get to access the resource fair because it wasn't there. And I don't know about other people, but my kids were never into the walk. We just wanted to come and see the fun stuff. So we decided to just get rid of the walking part altogether instead of having to walk a long way and just amp up the fun and amp up the connection and amp up every way that we can connect with each other and have fun and do fun things and just skip the walk. I know people always ask about a walk and they miss the walk, but really the walking was the Boring part. So, we just want to do all the fun part. Yeah, uh, I
0: remember walkathons in the 80s. That was pre Bounce House. Okay, (laughs) we've got Bounce Houses now and a lot of other great organizations that really add to our organization's events. The world was not really as eventful back then and back in the day, where now you have so many great fun groups that are entertainers, local entertainers, musicians, people that want to bring the messages of what they care about to this great organization to help these kids and help them find what they care about. And that's what's really great. Again, networking, networking, networking. You want to go to big organizations like this and big events like this to meet people and meet other people in your situation or to just gain more understanding about the people in your lives. And again, I don't think that there's anyone that doesn't know or is affected by autism. Even again, if it's not in your family, I'm sure your child has a classmate that has autism. It's just the statistics of where things are and where they're headed. Tell me a success story that I want, like that's a personal one that you know has happened because of your great organization.
1: So I think the, a good story that shows the beauty in community and acceptance and the accepting rooms is we had this one girl that started coming to our adult social club and when she first started coming, she would just sit on the edge. She had her headphones on. She was not engaging with anybody. It was cool. Whatever. We let her be. We, we, talk to her when invited her, but weren't real. We don't pressure anybody to mm-hmm. do anything at your own pace. Come on over. And she eventually started coming in the circle. And I honestly, I thought she was nonverbal because I had never heard her talk. But then one day we were doing this theater activity and they were giving, it was this, they give you a script and you have to like act it out differently for each thing. And she started doing it with us. And we're like, oh my gosh, she's excited. She's working with us. It was great. And then progressively over the next couple of weeks, like we found out she's she got more and more comfortable and she started talking to everybody. And I when now that she shows us her personality, it's so amazing. And I loved she's an amazing girl who writes scripts and is going to college and doing amazing, wonderful things. And we just had to give her the space to get comfortable Mm -hmm. and allow her to know that she's accepted and that it's a good, it's a place that she can come and be comfortable and that nobody's there to judge her. And as she got to see that is when she was more open to talking to us. And now she really, really enjoys the groups every month. And I think that it really just speaks to what it just means to be inclusive and be accepting and just making, giving people the time that they need to get comfortable. And it was a beautiful thing, and she's a joy. I love meeting her every single month, so.
0: Yeah, and that's important, because that is a success story. And it is about familiarity, right? You want people to really feel comfortable. And that, her just showing up that first day, even sitting on the sidelines wearing headphones, was a victory in her life that she might not have even acknowledged. But that day leads to the next day, still might have sat there. That day leads to the next, where now all of a sudden she feels comfortable, which leads to the next, which leads to the next. And that's how it works. you got to build that confidence. And you're going to build that through familiarity, through doing things over and over and getting familiar with your environments, keeping people comfortable. And that's what it sounds like this organization is really all about. Helping people is the most important thing you can do and helping people in need, which is a broad stroke because there's so many people in need. That's such a there's so many different things and different ways that you can help. And sometimes just being there for someone is what it takes. And having an organization that is there for all of the someones in Tucson, that's really important and just warms my heart because I know I've met so many kids and befriended a lot of kids that just need a friend. And they needed some place to go. And it was my comic book store, art gallery, or it was my other event that I'm doing where I would do... Because, uh, again, I'm talking about adults. I'm talking about adults that do have social disorders or whatever you want to call them, if that's even what it is. And it was my friendship that helped them. One of my one of my friend's uh, sisters said, you know what I love about you, Frank? She found me in a bar one day. I'd never met her. She goes, you're aggressively friendly. And I said, I'm going to put that on my resume. <laughs> Because it was, and, and it's the fact that I don't shy away from friendship, and I love, I just love people, and everyone's different, and everyone's point of view is unique, and letting people know that, like, there's nothing wrong with you, you know? Like, I love telling someone there's nothing wrong with them, because apparently no one ever has. And there's a lot of people that really think there's something wrong, but there's nothing wrong with you. You know, And I always like to tell that. And when they go to big community events and see how many people there are, how many parents are in the same boat as these parents, how many teenagers are in the same boat as another teenager. And you just need to find friends. Friendship is honestly the the best thing that anyone can find. And it's things like this that really sound like it's a great place to meet friends. What is... Your one wish was the question I was going to ask you. It's something I like to think. And you're going to answer this too, Jade. What's your one wish when it comes to your organization or maybe autism in general and the understanding of it, or just anything when it comes to what you're doing, the work you do, what's your one wish that you could help to just change the world?
1: Um, I wish, I hope that we could achieve the understanding and acceptance that there's nothing wrong with being autistic and that there's that it's just a different way of thinking and that with accommodation and acceptance and support like there's a beautiful thing we can all come together we can all benefit from having each other in our lives and we I really hope that, especially like through we have an autism friendly communities training program where we go out into organizations and schools and we teach about how to be more inclusive to people with autism and how to be in work and school. And we just finished training all of the Tucson Police Department. Um, and wow. So, yeah. <laughs> and so,
0: Huge news there. That's amazing.
1: And it's, you know, so like I really just having that understanding to make it everybody. To not think that autism is a weird thing or that the people are bad in any way that we can that we can really understand that everybody has benefits to bring to the table and that by providing the opportunities and just listening to people and understanding people and accepting people we can all benefit from the wonderful views that everybody brings to the table and that we can understand the autistic community is an amazing wonderful group and that if, by engaging them in your organization, in your school, in your life, in your business, in everything, you're really going to benefit and grow your community. And so being more accepting is what I.
0: There you go. And again, I think that that's an achievable wish that some of our listeners can grant just by attending this event, supporting this great organization and telling people about it. Because word of mouth is the best advertising. Let people know that might need to know about this, that there are places for them, places for their kids, places for their teenagers, places for them as an adult to go find the things that they need, to go find the acceptance they've been looking for, find the community that is their community that they haven't met yet. And that's what's super important. I think that we can make that wish come true. No problem. Just go get involved, everybody. Jade, let's go. What's your wish?
2: Um, I think my wish would be that the world would be a more accepting and kind place for my children. Um, I have a son with ASD and I can see how beautiful it is and I can also see how hard it can be sometimes in the struggle, but I believe in things like autism society where you can just be yourself, you can feel comfortable. Um, I haven't ever felt like I belonged anywhere until I started working here. And like you said, telling someone there's nothing wrong with you or telling someone I believe in you can really change a person. Mm -hmm. And it's more powerful sometimes than any of the other frills or any of the big events. Just having someone there saying I care about you, I believe that you can do amazing things is more important. And hopefully it could change the world.
0: I think so too. And I think that's a wish we can grant as well. Just get involved, get educated, and understand what's going on with autism. It's not hard, and it's not scary, and it's nothing anybody should shy away from. I think I'll steal this time, too. will also make a wish. And I wish more people volunteered. That's always my wish. So let's talk about how can people volunteer for the Autism Society of Southern Arizona.
1: If you go to our website, as-az.org, there is a tab and you can fill out a volunteer form and then Jade will get back to you and <laughs> <laughs> let you know about our what volunteer opportunities we have and find a good fit for you.
0: And where can people find you on social media?
1: Um, Autism Society of Southern Arizona on Facebook and the Autism Society of Southern Arizona on Instagram.
0: Simple as that. So go get involved, get educated, and don't miss All In for Autism Day, April 15th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Make sure you go tell everyone you know about this fine event and go have some fun. It just sounds like it's so jam-packed. You might go extra hours. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see what happens. But today we made friends with Jade Muncy, program and media assistant at the Autism Society of Southern Arizona, as well as Kate Elliott, executive director for the Autism Society of Southern Arizona. Thanks for joining me today, ladies. I really appreciated this chat.
1: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thank you. This was Lifestyle Tucson. Bing bong bing. Time for a recap. And we're going to make it quick because I got to also talk about sponsorship. So we discussed that there's a hotline in the beginning of this program, and it's 803-AUTISM. That's 800-328-8476. So you can call that hotline and get information from the Autism Society of Southern Arizona. Make sure you check out their family meetups, their adult meetups, that sounds amazing, their parent resources, and uh, meeting on Thursday so that people can get together and know that you're not alone in this thing that is the world of autism. There's plenty of support out there, and you're going to find it with the Autism Society of Southern Arizona. But we want to talk real quick about all these great sponsors, because these are other great organizations that are involved with All In for Autism Day. So make sure you check out all of these great organizations that are helping the Autism Society of Southern Arizona. They include Brainwave Neuro Performance Center, Helping Hands Behavior Therapy, Absolute HCBS, S-A-A-R-C, Arizona Autism Charter School, T-E-P, Intermountain Centers, Ascend Behavior Partners, Truly Nolan, Children's Clinics, United Cerebral Palsy, Homebridge Autism Center, Autism Spectrum Therapy, Access for Autism, as well as the Arizona Lotus Corporation. Hey, that's us. So make sure you check out these great organizations because they're helping out all the people that the Autism Society for Southern Arizona is helping out. And I want to thank our new friends at the Autism Society of Southern Arizona for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. For more information about our program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are manifested. I'm your BFF Frank Powers, toot toot Tucson. I love you the most.